Hello and welcome to the Tweed Coast Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this message would inspire you, that it would build your faith, and that it would give you perspective on how God is moving in your life. So be blessed and enjoy the message. Church, amazing. Amazing. I just have to say again, your faith is amazing. What an amazing church of faith you are and just incredible to celebrate today that incredible building a legacy offering for 2021. Well, it's my privilege this morning to bring the Word of God to you today. And we've been speaking in these past weeks on around the theme of on the brink of despair, on the edge of revival. And I'm really looking forward to bringing another angle to that, another part of that today. My message today is going to be on a kingdom revolution, a kingdom revolution. Amen. So I hope that you really lean in this morning in these last little moments we have together, wherever you're joining us from. You know, it was only a couple of weeks ago, I think, in the last lockdown. It's all a bit of a blur, isn't it, when you talk about lockdowns. And um you know, when we were going into those two weeks of lockdown the last time and I was really mindful of wanting to just think of a few things that maybe we could do as a family that would be, that would turn that time into something significant. Maybe even now you're thinking, oh, another lockdown, here we are again. Do you know that God wants to use even a lockdown in your life? He wants to use today in your life. He wants to do something in your life today. He wants to do something in your life during a lockdown. There's no like, oh, God can't move in that area in that time of my life. He wants to move even in the midst of lockdowns. And so I was prayerful about that for our family. And Jono and I had been started watching a series called The Chosen. If you haven't seen it, it's just a series really based around um, Jesus and walking through his life and the gospels. And it's really great. I think of all the, of all the um, things I've seen about Jesus, this series has captured my heart, turned my heart towards Jesus more than any other one. And so I thought, well, maybe, you know, normally we don't watch TV during the week as a family, but maybe we can do a special thing over lockdown. We can watch The Chosen with our oldest two at night. So each night we'd watch an episode and there was one episode and it just captured my heart along the way how really Jesus was so different to what people thought he would be. And really he came and he did things the way that nobody thought he would do them. They were expecting him to be this Messiah that would lead them to a social and a political um, revolution. Mm -hmm. And he really did nothing the way that people thought he was going to. And he gathered these disciples and in The Chosen, it depicts this really well. You can see them like they're all in. They're like, yeah, we're following the Messiah. And then after a while, they're like, when do we get to the good part? When do we get to the fighting bit? When do we go and start this revolt? When do we get to start this, you know, revolt? And it shows, you know, the Roman... um, the Romans at the time, they were really oppressive. It was a re- oppressive regime yeah. and it was a very unjust regime. Mm. And they were living in this environment and you could see the disciples like, okay, yep, he's just preparing us for the real thing, which is when we're going to go and, you know, um, maybe fight or, or lead, a, lead a war. In particular, there was one called Simon the Zealot yeah. and you could see that he had trained in combat He had these knife skills. He had nunchuck skills. I don't know. He had lots of different skills, right? And um, he was ready to fight. And there comes a time and a moment when 
he sort of says to Jesus, like, is this it? Do I get to fight now? And he's got his knife out. He's, you know, shows him ready. And Jesus turns and he says, I haven't called us to a revolt. I've called us to a revolution. That hit me. And I thought, wow. It's actually incredible because, you see, they all thought that Jesus was going to lead this revolt that might have changed, yes, the time and day back then. But instead, he was doing something far greater. He was starting a revolution that would still be happening 2,000 years later, that would still be happening in hearts. It wouldn't happen in just one time and one place. It wouldn't just happen against one regime or one government, but it would happen against all of time, all of humanity. He was setting in place a kingdom revolution. And when Jesus came, he said, I have come. The kingdom of God has come. It is near. The kingdom of God is near. And so today I want to talk about A kingdom revolution because I believe that God is looking for some revolutionaries nowadays, okay? He's looking for some revolutionaries and he wants you and me to be a part of a kingdom revolution. He's always been looking for revolutionaries, but it might look a little different to what we think, okay? Because the thing that Jesus came for most of all is he came for our heart. And a kingdom revolution was about a revolution firstly of the heart. A revolution of the heart. When I think of a revolution, and probably you along with me, I think of this definition that, you know, this is one definition of a revolution. It's a change in the way a country is governed. Thanks, guys. You've done amazing. Thank you for that. A change in the way a country is governed, usually to a different political system and often using violence or war, right? That's one definition of a revolution. But I want to shift our focus today. Because I want to look at this second definition of a revolution. It talks about a complete circular movement around a point. As in, the disc rotates up to 500 revolutions per minute. To revolution around something. The revolution of the earth around the sun takes one year. Now, I am not good at science, so I hope that's correct, because that was just Google that told me that. (laughs) Now, the disciples were looking for the first type of revolution, They were looking for something, you know, an upheaval, a war, going to um, using violence. But Jesus had something far greater in mind where our hearts are turned to focus and revolution around something different. And that revolution is a revolution of our heart, a revolution around the kingdom of God, a revolution where our hearts go from revoluting around ourselves maybe revoluting around the world around us, maybe revoluting around um, what's happening around us to a revolution where our hearts are revolving around Jesus himself, revolving around the cross, revolving around the love of Jesus, revolving around the peace of Jesus. If anything, these last couple of years have taught us, I don't know if it's taught you this, but it's definitely taught me this, is that it's very dangerous for me to revolve my heart around the world and what is happening around us. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Actually, if you let your heart do that, you could feel like you're on the brink of despair. On the brink of despair. When we revolve our hearts around what is happening in the world around us. But I want to tell you today that there is a different revolution that we need to have in our hearts. And it's a revolution where we turn to revolve around the kingdom of God. 
around the kingdom of heaven. You see, if we revolve our hearts around the kingdom of this world, we will become like this world. But if we revolve our hearts around Jesus, it is a different kind of heart revolution that leads to an entirely different result. You know, I believe that we are not on the brink of despair, but we are on the edge of revival. And that if we miss our opportunity in this day, we will miss what we were created to do in this moment of history and in this moment of time. But it will only become as we have a revolution of our heart, a heart revolution. We are in a battle. We are in a monumental battle, I believe, at the moment. And we are in a fight, a fight for our hearts, a fight for our hearts. The Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from us, from it. And if we're not careful, our hearts will begin to revolve around the kingdom of this world. If we don't guard our hearts in these days, I believe we've got to guard our hearts from bitterness, from bitterness. Do you feel it in your heart from bitterness? We've got to guard our hearts from being judgmental. Can you feel it? Becoming judgmental, we've got to guard our hearts from becoming hard-hearted. To those who disagree with us, those who think differently with us, that is not the kingdom way. That is the kingdom of this world to become bitter, to become judgmental, to become hard-hearted, to begin to judge others, to begin to not love those who think differently to us. That is the kingdom of this world and we are not of this world. We are the kingdom of heaven and Jesus came for our hearts. And he wants your heart today. He wants my heart today. I had a turning point moment. (laughs) Do you guys watch those videos about the hair loss? (laughs) This was my turning point. (laughs) It was when lockdown finished, the last lockdown, and it was Saturday. And of all the things I could do as a free person, I chose to go to Kmart Tweed. (laughs) That was my destination of choice. And I was so happy. I walked in and I did a bit of browsing and I found a few things and I thought, right, I'm going to go buy these things and that's me. I'm done. I'm happy. Freedom is here. Freedom has come. (laughs) And so I went to join the line and I realised that pretty much every other woman on the tweed had the same idea as me on the first day out of lockdown. And, you know, all the women will know this, the men may not because you never go to tweed Kmart, right? But at tweed Kmart there are bollards and, like, when the line gets to the bollard bit, you're like, whoa, it's Christmas time or something like that. Like, it's really bad. So I go to line up and buy my things and I get to the end of the bollards and I'm like, whoa, there's people to the bollards. Wow, the whole tweed had the same idea as me today. And then I'm like, no, it keeps going. And I'm not kidding you, the line went all the way down the end of the next aisle, right? So I go down the end of the next aisle and I'm like, wow, this is unprecedented. This is amazing. This is a revival right here, right now in Tweed. And so I go to the end of the aisle and I couldn't believe it that it turned and it went all the way up the next aisle. Can you believe it? It was unbelievable, right? So there really was literally a revival on the came out tweed. So I go to the end of the other aisle and I'm like, wow, this is like a 45 minute wait now. I'm like, I'm going to get my two things that I've chosen out. I went into the change rooms and tried this on. I'm going to get it. And so I go to the end and I take my place. And all of a sudden I hear this voice behind me and it says, 
well, why don't you just push in then, why don't you? And I'm like, oh. And I look around and there's this lovely young man there and I'm like, oh, with, his, with a friend. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realise that you were in the line. And so I went behind them and they were the end of the line. So if I was pushing in, I was not a smart pusher in because I was only pushing in one person. And so I went to the back of the line and I'm there and I'm like, oh, you know, I talked nice and sweet, but there were not sweet thoughts happening in my head. And I had 45 minutes of looking at this lovely young man's back of his head. And in those 45 minutes, I tell you the thoughts. I was like, first of all, I'm like, well, that was a bit rude. I'm not a nasty person. I'm just here at Kmart having a lovely day. You didn't have to call me out like that. Like it was on an honest mistake. It wasn't like I pushed in. Anyway, all 45 minutes along, I'm like getting more and more upset at this guy in front of me. And I'm like, I am your elder. I am 42 and you just went mad at me. Anyway, we're going. And then halfway through the line, so about 20 minutes into the line, this old man Oh, bless his heart. He had no idea, no concept. So by this time we're at the bollards and he's, he's like cutting about a hundred people and he just cuts in in front of me. And I'm like really loudly, I'm like, oh, no worries. Just come on in. I would never go upset about something like that. You are my elder. Come on in. <laughs> Cut in front of me loud enough so that the person in front could hear, right? That was my moment. <laughs> I was like, something has happened to my heart. <laughs> but seriously, right? Don't you feel like at the moment you're in a battle for your heart? Yes, yeah, true. People are fighting offence with offence. Mm. People are fighting judgment with judgment. Yeah. People are turning against one another. Mm. You know, the, the, the kind of revolution that Jesus calls us to is one that begins in our heart. And it starts with a soft heart, a heart towards Jesus. And it, be, and it goes on to be a, a revolution of love. The kingdom of God is a kingdom of love. And we are in the world, but we should not act like the world in these days. Because what the world needs more than ever is a revolution of love. Not a revolution of people saying, you know what, I judge you for this and I judge you for that. Or I don't agree with you, so I can't love you. Let's have a look at the revolution of love that Jesus spoke about. In Luke 6, it says here, love for enemies. Love for enemies. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Pray for those who say not nice things to you in the line at Kmart. If someone slaps you on the one cheek, turn to them the other also. Wow, that's different, hey? If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Don't demand. Love is not demanding. Wow. Do to others as you would have them do to you. We could preach a whole sermon on that today. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Treat others as you would want to be treated. Extend grace as you need to be extended grace. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great 
and you will be children of the Most High God. You will be acting like children of the kingdom of God because he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. (laughs) Incredible. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. You know, that passage there was incredible. Jesus was teaching about how to love. And it was so revolutionary because up until then, um, his disciples and the people of the day had heard things like an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Give what you get. If someone does good to you, yeah, do good to them. But if they're not good to you, then don't do good to them. And Jesus just sets a whole new bar of how to love. Yeah. He says, no, the new kingdom that I am that I am bringing in, this new kingdom, this revolution, it is a revolution of love. Yeah. It is a revolution of kindness. It is a revolution where you give to others when even they're not nice to you. Yeah. And I believe today the world more than ever is acting like the world and is fighting, but why do we expect any different? Because they are not the kingdom of heaven. We are the carriers of the kingdom of heaven. And more than ever, we need to be acting like the kingdom of God. We need to be bringing about a revolution of love. The world is fighting opinion with opinion, offence with offence. They're fighting hate with hate, and they are on the brink of despair, right? But we are not in this kingdom, and we should not act this way. We fight offence with forgiveness. We fight opinion with understanding. (laughs) We fight hate with extending grace. We fight hate with love. We love. And then, like me, when my heart was turned in that line in Kmart, we will be on the edge of revival. I believe it. When we begin a revolution of love, we will be on the edge of revival. Jesus came to show us what a revolution of love looked like. He didn't just talk about a revolution of love. He was a revolution of love. I love this, John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And Jesus showed us this. He showed us a revolutionary love in a way that nobody had ever done before. He laid aside all of his rights. He laid aside all of his entitlement. Jesus was the most entitled person to ever live. And yet he laid it aside because he said, if I don't, I can't show them my love. If I hold on to my entitlement or I hold on to my my rights and my opinions, then I can't love the way I'm supposed to love. Don't you feel the call of God today? I do. I'm preaching this to me that I could either hold on to my opinions and I can hold on to my rights and in this day and age I can become like that or I can say, Jesus, I want to start a revolution of your love through my life. And it begins by your love coming into my heart afresh. Mm-hmm, you know, I had to, it really actually was a turning point in Kmart because I drove home and I was on my way home and I'm like, you wait till I get home. I'm going to tell Jono what happened today. I'm going to let loose. And I heard this little whisper and it was like, don't speak about it. Wow. You are not to speak about it because you are letting the offence take root in your heart. You're letting it become something. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Come on. But that's how ridiculous it is, right? Mm-hmm. But we're living in a world of offence and so offence takes root in our heart so easy. And I haven't spoken about it, have I? This is the first time you've heard about it. The lovely young man (laughs) in Kmart. But we've got to let God go to work in our own heart first. It's a revolution of love. When Jesus died on the cross, he brought about the most incredible revolution of love. 
because he died for you, he died for me. When we were the worthless of worthless, when we were not worthy of love, I'm still not worthy of love. When we were not worthy of grace, I'm still not worthy of grace. Every day his grace is astounding to me that he still loves me even though I am what I am and I do what I do. And this morning his, the cross, his grace, his love, it calls us. But it calls us to remember that we are loved, but that we, we are participants in this revolution of love. It is our job to carry this revolution of love forward. It is our job in these days to be revolutionary in the way we love people, to be revolutionary in keeping our hearts pure, in keeping them um, free of offence, free of unforgiveness, free of judgment. It is a revolution today. I've got a couple of questions for each of us to just ponder in our hearts this morning. These are things that I've asked myself over these past weeks. Do I think about people and how I can reach out and love them at this time. It sounds simple, right? But sometimes we become so inward. We're so thinking about ourselves. Do I think about others, other people, and how I can reach out and love them at this time? Am I wanting to extend grace and compassion and love to the world around me? Maybe search within your own heart. Because if not, maybe like me, you need a little turning point, a little a little turning around a little revolution of your own heart. Jesus is looking for those more than ever who will be part of a revolution of love. Here's another one. Will I lay aside my opinions, my rights and my offences to reach out to those around me? Even those who think differently to me or might, might not agree with me, do I lay that aside that to reach out and love those around me? Because Jesus is looking for those more than ever who will be part of a revolution of their heart, a revolution of the heart. Today, would you join with me wherever you are? Because I'm just going to pray a prayer over each and every one of us. It's a prayer because, you know, the Bible sets out a bit of a step on about how we repent. First of all, we repent. And maybe like me, I know I do today, you might need to repent. Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not guarding my heart. And then it says part of repentance is turning back. So this is where the revolution, we begin to revolve around Jesus again. We begin to revolve around his love, around his peace. Maybe you've lost your peace. Maybe you've lost your joy. Do you know what? It all begins from Jesus, revolving your life around him, not around the world, around him. And then thirdly, we just surrender our hearts to his love and let him come. So would you do that with me today? We're going to repent. We're going to turn back and we're going to surrender our hearts and let his love come this morning. Would you close your eyes this morning? Jesus, I thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, I thank you for your great love. I thank you for the cross, that on the cross you showed us what love was. You didn't just tell us about love, but you showed us that it was to lay down your life for us, Jesus, to die for us. And Lord, today we pray, Lord, if our hearts have strayed, if, if they've become cold, Lord, or hard-hearted, in any way, Jesus, I pray that you would forgive us. Yeah. And Jesus, that our hearts would turn back to you, Jesus. Yeah. Right now, today, we turn our lives back to you. We turn our hearts back to you. 
Jesus, we want to revolve around You. We want to revolve around Your love, around Your joy, around Your peace in our lives. And Lord, we surrender. We give up, Lord, all of our trying, all of our doing it our own way, Jesus. And we ask for Your love to come. Flood, I pray, into every heart and every life. Flood into my life. Flood into my heart. Flood into every heart, every life this morning, Jesus. May we become a part of your revolution of love at this time, Jesus. In your precious name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with us, we would love to connect with you. Jump on our website, tweetcoastchurch.com.au for ways to stay in touch. Or follow us on Instagram at tweetcoastchurch. Well, that's it from us. Have a fantastic week.